Well, hello and welcome back to the Anchored Family Ministry Podcast. We are three dedicated staff members helping families navigate what it looks like to build disciples at home. I am Jennifer and I'm here with Paul and Daniel. And we are returning from spring break this week for us. And uh, did you do anything fun, Paul? What y'all do for spring break? We had a great time. We went to see my son at college at the very beginning because he has a different spring break now. And so my two girls who are in you know, school uh, had a spring break. So we went up to see brother and hung out with him in Kennesaw and then had a few days of rain here in Fayetteville. Yeah. Yucky on a spring break, but it was like crazy, heavy rain, storms, storms and craziness. Yeah. And so we did have a trip planned down to the beach, which we did go see my parents at uh, Fernandina Beach. And we had a nice road trip. Uh, without my son, Jaden, but just the four of us. And it was, I mean, it was nice. Kind of like extra room in the car. Had more room in the car and the fast food was a little less and all, but we did miss him. I mean, we we missed him tremendously, but I'm like, okay, this is what it's like to be a family of four. And it's like going in, you know, backwards order. And so we had a great time though at the beach, but then we did get hit with rain Mm. and some cold, but we had like one or two days of good. We got some sunburn in, which was nice. (laughs) Had a great time. Did see uh, Bucky's twice on the way there and the way home. So we could share Bucky's stories. Love it. And sponsors, right? Jaden, I feel like he feels unloved right now because y'all were saying, you know, he had room in the car and then also he missed out on Bucky's. Oh, gosh. Well, it's kind of even now this year. I was being sarcastic just then. <laughs> Jaden, that's a win if you miss out on Bucky's. Well, he went on his spring break, which was yeah, different to Disney. Disney with some friends. Oh. And so we're kind of like, all right, well, this is kind of even, I guess. Mm-hmm. And he's, he said the same thing. It wasn't the same without us, which was sweet. And we I said, know. hey, this was, we had we had fun, but we definitely <laughs> it was not the same without all five of us. So we're looking forward to going again this summer and doing all the traditional stuff yeah. that we do. But it was just a nice few days to pull away and relax, just kind of connect from all the responsibilities of the day. But we're back at it. We got prom coming up this weekend, Ooh, which is a whole different what? world for me. Yeah, yeah, my daughter is like her first time going to prom. Oh, and it's yeah. first time having a daughter go to prom. And I didn't oh, realize this is basically different. like a wedding. Almost. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole day weekend yeah. event. I mean, yeah. no, oh. it's been going on like dress oh, shopping, yeah. the shoppings, the fitting, fittings, alterations, shoes, shoes, makeup, nails. Yeah. Like, wow. For yeah. my son, it was just like, hey, don't forget to rent a tux. Yeah. That was yeah. it. And now it's like, this is full on big time. And it's it's wild. So yeah, yeah, prom season is here and Easter is right. It's like yeah. this Sunday. So we're getting all pumped for Easter and resurrection. So back when I was in high school, we went to somebody's church the next Sunday and wore our prom dresses. That is cool. It was cool. I think I remember yeah, some some that? girls doing that back now, but we certainly, I, I know I didn't wear my tux or whatever you after didn't? prom. No. I no. know I did it junior and senior year. Yeah. So I'm guessing she's not doing that. Because it's Easter Sunday and right now, you know, trying to get the most out of that. Yeah, that yeah. Dress. yeah. I wore mm. both of those prom dresses twice. Nice, yeah. Okay. Prom and then church the next day. There you go. <laughs> nice, Daniel. What'd you do spring break? Spring break. Me and the boys, Craig, Christian, Greg Smith, were up here making it happen at the church. That's yeah, y'all were setting up AV stuff for the relaunch of the the stage and the sanctuary and stuff like that. So we're. Um. Yeah, the boys were back in town, or we were in town. <laughs> yeah, we were having. Yeah, spring break isn't the same when you just have to work through it. But you know, vacation's coming up soon. I'm sure I'll take one of those. Yeah, They're you coming. had the ski trip not too long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I had that. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
So no, it was fun. It was fun. All right. Jennifer, you had a road trip too? Yeah, we waited until midweek. And then actually we started in the same city y'all did if y'all went to see Jaden because yeah. I had to pick Tim up from work and he worked from that exit. So <laughs> Good old Kennesaw. That's right. Let me just say that driving downtown Atlanta in the rain in a newish car where you still haven't quite got the windshield wipers mm-hmm. with three kids in the back seat. It was a lot. Ooh. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's like Mad Max. It, well, and Atlanta traffic alone is yes. like that. And then add the rain. Mm-hmm. And it was, but it was funny when we left the house on Wednesday, it said we would be in Kennesaw by 340. We got there at 440. Like we stopped at Chick-fil-A. I don't know where that hour went. It was not at Chick-fil-A. So anyways, it was fun. But then we went, um, we stayed in North Georgia and then we went up to Chattanooga to the Tennessee Aquarium. And the kids loved it. They were really, really well behaved. They did a good job. And then we had some friends who went the day before and they had posted pictures of this cute little place they went for lunch. Mm. And they had those giant milkshakes. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? That are like fancy decorated with like other candy in them and like suckers and cotton candy. Oh, gosh. Sprinkles. So we drove 30 more minutes to get there. Totally worth it. It was this cute little place. I wish I could remember the name of it, but it was like an old train depot. Mm -hmm. So the train came by while we were there. They had games up on the roof so you could go out and do like the putting green and games. And then we ate the food, which was good. Those milkshakes, y'all. Tim and I shared the peanut butter one. So it was peanut butter milkshake. But then at the top, I had like a waffle cone with whipped cream all over you know, the little Nutty Buddy, Little Debbie mm-hmm. things that had one of those in it, had Reese's on it. I feel like I had one more thing stuck in it. And then Charlie, Parker just got a plain vanilla milkshake and Tegan just got a plain scoop of vanilla. <laughs> My voice. But Charlie, <laughs> Charlie knows where it's at. She got the cotton candy love. Yeah. Mm. So it had cotton candy coming out of it. It had... I don't even remember what, like rock candy, uh, lollipop, sprinkles. Wow. I mean, it was, it was something. The people next to us at the table had like a slice of cake on top. Somebody had a piece of cheesecake on top of theirs. Anyways, so then the next day, sorry, my, my long story. Yeah, I'm getting hungry. Day. I know, right? The next day we drove to Huntsville and went to the Space and Rocket Center, which was a lot of fun, but the kids were oh, kind of yeah. done at that point. And then we woke up Saturday and came home and... Now it's like it all never happened. Yeah. Hmm. But it was fun. They yeah. did a really good job in the car. And- I'm glad we have the phones we do to get all the pictures so that you know it That's happened. That's true. Right? You yeah. can look back and be like, oh, yeah, look at that. And yeah. usually mm-hmm. it's, a, you know, we used to have to, back in the day, my day, you have to get the disposable camera. Yes. You didn't want to waste all the pictures. You, right. You know, so you'd take a few. You didn't get all the things you wanted. You need to get developed and all right. that. But now we take pictures of everything. everything. And it's like I some have of so many pictures of yeah. these milkshakes. It's hilarious too. Some of the things are like, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Then time hop, time hop comes around and reminds you of it I every know. year. So it's I love stuff. that. I like it. We got a neat topic today. I like how it's stated. We're supposed to discuss how and when to ignore your kids. That's an interesting way to say it. Yeah. You would say, wait, well, we're not supposed to ignore our kids. So we're going to kind of just, I guess, approach it from several different ways because that's pretty wide open to interpretation. How right. and when to ignore your kids. After spring break trip, you yeah. might be saying, I yeah. just need time to, to mm-hmm. unwind. And that may be the ignoring we're thinking about. Or it may be that you're saying, hey, you got to figure this out on your own. Yeah. And so Daniel kind of, I think, masterminded this 
topic for us. So we'll let Daniel introduce it a little bit more. What do you think? Well, I guess a good place to start is, you know, there's a healthy way to do it and an unhealthy way to do oh, it. Yeah. You know, so sure. uh, like obviously your kids, like especially ages one to four, they're developing all these um, like emotional, social, cognitive abilities. So right. I'm not saying <laughs> put your kids in front of the TV or, you know, and, and for like seven days of the, out of the week, you know, no, no. But there are times, you know, when you should usefully neglect your kids to allow them to develop in, in other ways. So I guess that's the part I was, we should start off is there's, you know, a healthy way to do it and then a healthy way to do it. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. Just Jennifer was talking a little bit about how she was hiding from her kids after a, <laughs> yeah. a stressful day or maybe it was after it was, this week. Was, yeah. Yeah. It was yesterday afternoon. <laughs> no, I it's mean, a little fresh. Yeah. this is funny because you see these, uh, <laughs> These social media posts of moms who are hiding in their bathroom or their pantry, and they're just like, these kids won't leave. <laughs> they don't. And their little hands are reaching under the door. And it's yes. like, this is a horror movie, you know? So It's like I, The Walking Dead, but they're two-year-olds coming out. <laughs> two-year-olds, you know? <laughs> and they got the cotton candy love. They're all right. hyped up yes. on sugar and stuff like they're just coming for you. Yeah, there are times where yeah. you got to give them that space to allow them to develop in different ways. Well, and you need that space too yeah. as a parent mm-hmm. because I need to let go of work and get ready to be focused on them. Yeah. And yesterday was one of those days, apparently. I just sat on the bed eating beaver nuggets because, you know, we went to Bucky's. Yeah. And playing on my phone, and Tim looked in and he's like, what's doing? <laughs> Hiding for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, you know, five exactly, good yeah. minutes by yourself sometimes is all you need to... Yeah. Go back in and mm-hmm. be able to address the situation yeah. or just to be the parent I needed to be. I needed some beaver nugget time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was looking through little research and stuff like that. And yeah, little kids ignoring them allows them to self-soothe to mm-hmm. understand, you know, mom and dad aren't, aren't always there right then and there just because you cried or whatever. And then it also gives them mm-hmm. opportunities to learn how to play and be creative on their own. Yeah. So they, in some ways, become problem solvers, you know? Yeah. So that's cool. But I like what you're saying, too. Also, it's like, no, I forgot, you know, parents need that time also yeah. away from their kids. So Yeah, I found that it's a balance for sure between saying, I want to be available when my kids need me, mm-hmm. but also saying, hey, you need to wait until I'm ready. Yeah. You know, I don't know if other people run into that, but I'll be working on something at home. And that's usually when it happens is when I'm trying to maybe have some quiet time at home or have that moment yeah. of recovery, whatever it might look like. And I hear little feet coming. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want my heart to be shut off to that. Be like, no, go away. Yes. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, but I need to embrace it. You know, it's usually, hey, what's up? You know, and it's something crazy random. Maybe they just want to tell a story or they need me. Usually they need yeah. me to go do something. And so I can say, okay, well, hey, listen, I'm working on this, but I will be there in a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Now, if I get lost back in my train of thought and a few minutes go by and it turns into 10, 15 minutes, then that's not healthy. I'm ignoring an unhealthy way then Mm -hmm. versus saying, okay, it's been a few minutes. I'm going to go help them out on that and get back to this. That's where I find like it's an interesting balance between being constantly available Mm -hmm. to how and when do I protect myself. Things like exercise help out a lot because Mm -hmm. that's maybe one. Reasons I like running is because when you're you're gone, you're you're away from the house. You <laughs> ran away, running away in the opposite direction. <laughs> then you pull off and come back home. You know, but it yeah. is that unwind time. People go and exercise to just have that me time. Take care of yourself. You feel better and you get energy out of it. <laughs> Some in of the us end. Eat beef or <laughs> hey, I have my days. <laughs> Trust me. 
<laughs> some people run. Some yeah, people I run to buy runs to get so, some beaver nuggets. Yeah, yeah. I run so I can eat more. Yeah. I, I love Gosh. that too. And, and, you know, chilling out, watching, you know, TV with your kids, that sort of stuff. When Daniel and I were talking about this, might've been yesterday or the day before, it seemed like when William was with us, he brought up a lot about being outside, going outside and playing yeah. when you were little. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We weren't allowed just to sit on our phones no. and play video games or do whatever. I mean, we do that for a little bit, but then mom was like, uh-uh, outside, uh-huh. go. And oh. you go outside into that world mm-hmm. and you're like, mm-hmm. we got to find something to do. Before you know it, you're doing it and you're creating this crazy thing and you're like, wow, problem solving. And oops, I just think I may be in trouble now. What do I do? Yeah. You know, and so that kind of mutually beneficial for both parties. Yeah. It's neglect. Yeah. It's yeah. saying, hey, you go play. Yeah. I think one of the topics we want to address soon is helicopter parenting or, mm-hmm. you know, even lawnmower parenting where... Yeah. It's like, no, we can't let you go outside and play. It's too right. dangerous. Ah, we we got to figure out ways to say, hey, you know, put up a fence or whatever. But right. go play. Get outside. Go. Without mm. us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Bored. When it, you were talking about them coming to you, I, I like to put a number on it. My kids, I, maybe it's the math teacher in me, but my boys especially do really well with a number. I will be in there in three minutes. Okay. Yeah. And if I'm not in there in three minutes, they're going to come right back. And I know, okay, my time is over. Now I need to go back. Yeah. yeah we like, like to boundary, put numbers. Yeah. yeah. A boundary. Yes. My kids, I don't want to talk too much about mine specifically, but they have issues. I don't know. Yours are older, so they may have gotten out of this. And Daniel, you're working with students, so they... I don't <laughs> know what you're getting at. Yeah, go ahead. But mine interrupt. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like that really bothers me mm-hmm. because it's rude. First of all, it's just rude. But I try my my best to ignore them, but they yeah. are diligent little suckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just keep going. I mean, you have to teach with your yeah. neglect as well, right. I guess. Like they need to know mom and dad are talking. Yeah. As soon as we're finished, you'll be able to ask a question. That's yeah. huge. So, no, yeah, 100%. They're learning to be adults yeah. and right. be civil Social and stuff cues. like that. Right. Social cues, exactly, yeah. yeah. When I was growing up, a big thing that I was told and taught was, you know, kids are to be seen and not heard. Now, yeah. I get where that was coming from, but as a kid, again, I get it. You know, I don't want to be the star of the show. A little kid shouldn't be running the dinner table, you know, right. just talking, talking, talking and interrupting. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wanted to adjust that for my kids and say, let's have conversations, but we're going to lead them the way mom and dad want to lead them. And we want you to talk. We want to yeah. hear from you. That's where the questions really help. Yep. And then when someone's interrupting, like, no, wait your turn. Yeah. Wait. You know, mm-hmm. and, oh, and they get mad and say, I'm always left out. No yeah. one listens to me. No, we're about to listen to you. It's coming up. But yeah, that's a big one. Interrupting is a great reason to teach kids, hey, you're going to be ignored until you learn to yeah. follow these rules. Right. And it's funny you mentioned that at mm-hmm. the table, they're pretty good at it. You've talked Because them. we yeah. do wait, you know, one of you is going to talk the mm-hmm. answer to this question. Then we'll move. And so we do. Everybody gets a turn. Huh. I've never really thought about it. They're really good at it at the table. Yeah. Mm. You're kind of training them and showing sure. them. Um, yeah. Other times we neglect our kids. Uh, problem solving. Yeah. Is, you know, as they get older. Yes. Uh, letting them mm. figure out mm-hmm. things uh, or fail even. Neglect yes. or ignore would be like, hey, you know, I went through that with all of our kids is like, hey, you know, they're not, their alarm's not waking them up. And we've yeah. been the ones going in there and waking them up and rescuing them. But they're old enough now to say, hey. You got to, I'm going to ignore you. Mm-hmm. You're going to realize the hard way that yeah. when you show up late for school, there's punishment, you know? Right. And so some of that is age-based as they get older, mm-hmm. but you know, you can back it up to different things. Oh, you didn't do your chores. So 
Right. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to do that thing that you said. And that's not necessarily ignoring, but it is like saying you're not doing mm-hmm. the thing you had planned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Another way is to spend time with your spouse. Yeah. That's a big that's one. That's a huge one. We've talked about moms and dads, you know, the past couple of podcasts. And I think that's a big one. A big thing you want your kids to see is putting your spouse first. Yeah. You notice your kids will kind of interrupt you when you are trying to talk to your spouse. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Yeah. I noticed that with Mandy and I will be mm-hmm. talking and we're like, wait, can we just finish this conversation, yeah. please? And teaching our kids that no, we're having yeah. an mm-hmm. important conversation here. It may not seem important to you, but we need to get through this. Mm-hmm. Wait your turn. But, you know, that goes even further into like date nights and yeah. saying, you know, showing that that's a priority is that our marriage is very, very valuable and more so than, you know, you might think. And so we're going to protect it and take care yeah, of it. Yeah, I agree. Spouses come first. We did something um, new this weekend. Mm-hmm. Tim and I had to go somewhere to do something and we left the three kids at home alone. Ooh. Yeah. And that was a hard time, but that's also one of those learning and teaching and figuring things out times mm-hmm. mm-hmm. because I wanted to be like, let me FaceTime them right now because our oldest has an iPod. They were without a phone or anything, but no, I can't because I trusted him. Yeah. You know, yeah. to stay home with his brother and sister and make mm-hmm. sure things were going well. And we were gone for like two and a half hours. It wasn't just a quick mm-hmm. run to get gas in the car or something. And ignoring them during that time, I think was great. I asked him, I said, did you even know we were gone? <laughs> and the little one said, oh, one time I needed to ask you a question. And I thought you were just in the bathroom. <laughs> so it was really good. But now, I mean, they are developing skills now yeah. through that. I think that are going to benefit them, you know. A for little sure. independence. No, I bet that was great for Parker. To yeah. I have that so. responsibility and, yeah. and know that he, he man, he fulfilled his, he did. his duties. Yeah. They did a great job. Good. That's good stuff. And I guess man. as they get older, there's more of that, you know, when your kids have gone out, like as teenagers, mm-hmm. you're still ignoring them if you're letting them go without you somewhere. I mean, that doesn't seem like you're really ignoring them the same as you would if yeah. you're in the house, but you are. Right. Yeah, for sure. I Building mean, that trust. It, it makes me think of like Life 360, the app all <laughs> yeah. parents love, or married couples too. A mm-hmm. uh, very helpful app to know where someone is, but you're not ignoring them at that point. For right. sure, you're saying, yeah. I'm watching you, I'm watching you, even though they may not be aware of it. And at what point do you, you let go and say, you know, I trust you fully, that sort of thing is tough. I thought it'd be neat to talk about how not to ignore your kids because that came up too when I was thinking about this. I've been guilty of that. Let my kids just be on their phones and completely, you know, veg out on their phones. I know what they're watching. It's safe, but still just for way too long. And it just feels like, gosh, I should be spending time with them. You know, this Mm -hmm. is not good. I'm ignoring them in a bad way, but this is easy right now. You know, in the car on spring break, that was a big time where now, when it was just me in the car with them, that's a little different than when Tim and I were in the car together with them. But having the TV in the back seat, mm-hmm. I felt, yeah, we were ignoring them some of that time where we could have had some great conversation and look around at the things that, I mean, we went to two different states so you can see different scenery. And yeah. So I yeah. think in the car sometimes yeah. I ignore when I could be making better use of that time. I guess, yeah, I developed the wisdom to know when to interrupt those. TV times, you know, long car rides and stuff like that. I remember growing up, man, we had a black van. I don't even think we had back seats. We were just back there doing stuff. (laughs) 
I remember listening to the Beatles and that was our car road trips, but now so much has changed with technology and I get it. Like it's uh it's available and, and allows a break for you does, to do yeah. this and that. So, I mean, it's a useful tool, but just like y'all are saying, if you let it overtake their world, I mean, that becomes a thing. That's all they want, you mm-hmm. know, is a, uh, I don't know, Peppa Pig or we don't whatever. We did Monsters Inc. a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah. Re- I mean, I'll say this. This is hard because this is, again, slapping me right in the face, but they're usually doing what mom and dad are, are doing. You're exactly right. You know, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'll look around the room too often and I'm on my phone. My wife's on my phone. My kids are on their phones. Yep. Mm, yeah. You know, and a little bit of that is great. No yeah. problem. That's the way we, we kind of relax now yeah. mm-hmm. and learn. And there's some neat stuff going on. But to stop it, you know, someone's got one of mom or dad set the phone down and be like, all right, y'all, let's yeah. go do this or come help me in the kitchen. We got to clean the dishes or whatever it yeah. might be just to have some interaction. Mm, no, that's good. There's another way to really not ignore your kids would be when you see a need yeah. in their life as far as they're trying to figure out a problem. That's a real hard balance because we just said, hey, let them go figure out their own problems. But no, they need your wisdom and you got to kind of know when to say, hey, uh, let's go outside and talk. Yeah. Or, hey, let me spend some time with you. Once, sure. you know, once a week, we're going to go out and you know, have that one-on-one time right. with your kids. So that you're not just, you know, saying, hey, everything's okay. Everything's okay. I think as they get older, it gets tempting to more so detach and say, okay, they're, right. they're, they're growing up. You know, they can figure it out on their own. They still need mm-hmm. you to offer at least to say, let's talk. Let's go for these rides. Let's mm-hmm. go sit outside, figure some things out. And those guiding questions are so key. So you don't want to solve the problem for them still. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you've got to help them get to where what, they need to be. Yeah, which mm-hmm. group hangs out in chapel afterwards? Oh, the big ones. Yeah. Sixth grade. Sixth grade. Are they mm-hmm. saying, answer my questions? No. But if you walk up to them and say, hey, what you up to? Yep. Uh, nothing. Yeah. Well, what is that? Well, and then they want to show you. Yep. Then they start getting excited. Yes. That someone's mm-hmm. showing interest in me, you know? Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. It is. That I haven't thought about that. That is. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. I know I was just thinking about Paul and how old's Jaden now? He'll be 20 this summer. So he's still 19. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I was just thinking, you know, there isn't ever a point in a parent's life where you're not involved in your kids or, yeah, you would fully step out. No, I mean, not if you have a healthy and a right relationship. So it's like even, I know Jennifer shared it. We were talking about dads, how even her dad gives her advice on, you know, financial stuff and this, that, and the other. And I know Mm -hmm. she'd welcome any advice he gave. And so it's like any child still wants that time and that attention from their parent and that wisdom, you know, that perspective that they offer. It's so valuable. I was thinking the same thing, how valuable that is. Yeah. Yeah, And it's weird, you know, when they're in our home and they're around us all the time, that value gets real skewed. It doesn't feel valuable. Yeah, It almost Mm. feels like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. That's why we do this podcast. I mean, that's one of the reasons we do this is to hopefully offer some encouragement to you this week to say, hey, get back in there, figure out when to when to take a step usefully back. Usefully neglect yeah. or wisely <laughs> neglect, but also figure out when to pour it on. And, well, hang and, and another thing that came up when we were talking about it, when we neglect our kids, sometimes that gives other adults a chance to step in. So yeah. they're building those relationships, learning the communication skills to talk to mm. people who aren't their parents, right. especially grandparents or Mm-hmm. or leaders in some other way in their lives, that's a great opportunity for them to hear another voice. Oh, yeah. I've always blown away by working in youth ministry, especially with, you know, middle school, high schoolers, and then a college kid can come in and mm-hmm. say the exact yeah. same thing I've been saying. But since it's this person they relate to, they're like, oh, that's so true. Yeah. You know, yeah. Good. I'm glad you believe them. No, that's, <laughs> that's like I said, it takes a village, right? Everybody, yeah, right. you know, grandparents, everybody else. 
they have these unique abilities to connect with your kids. And yeah, if we're the only ones they hear from, we're sheltering them from some awesome influences. Cool. The silence right now, we're ignoring the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is a great topic. And I mean, there's so many different parenting styles. So hopefully this just kind of begins a conversation you can have with your friends, your spouse, you know, your parents that you have while you're parenting your kids. So we can't cover it all. We can't figure it all out, but it's just something to get you to begin thinking as we challenge each other, as we challenge you also. So hopefully this has been informative, how and when to ignore your kids, you know, uh, begin to think through it and keep pushing on, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you guys for joining us and stay anchored. Deep Podcast Productions.